Thank you for joining Hope Reloaded with your host, Denicia A. Bear. I am truly excited this morning that you have chosen to tune in on this fabulous Sabbath Saturday where we have been instructed by God to keep this day holy, to allow this to be a day of rest, a day of rest, of restoration, a day of relaxation, a day where we reflect on the week and the goodness of God and all that he has done for us and through us. And so on this morning, I want to talk about restoration. I want to talk about restoration. Glory to God, because I am I'm sitting, I'm literally sitting here and you know, I flipped through a couple of um scriptures in the Bible and um each one pointed to restoration. So this morning I want to encourage you as the listener to know that we are embarking on a season of restoration. That no matter what 2020 looked like, no matter what January, February, March looked like, um, we are embarking on a season of restoration. That our Father, our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, partnering with the Holy Spirit, are bringing us into a season of restoration. I, and I hear Ecclesiastes 3 where it says that there's a time and there's a season for everything. Um, I hear the word of God where it says that as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest time. And I am here today to encourage you to know that no matter what your crops have looked like, no matter how dry it may seem things have been in your life, whether it's financial, whether it's in relationships, uh, whether it's in ministry, whether it's in your business, whether even whether it's just been dry in your thoughts, in your emotions. I am coming today as a witness and as a vessel for the Holy Spirit to say that the season is shifting and that we're literally leaving out of a season where there is normally snow and it's in this in this the leaves are, are are the trees are bare but we're entering into the season where things begin to spring forth you know where we begin to see the flowers bloom and the sun shine and you know there's more light than there is darkness and so on today I want to encourage you in the Lord to know that no matter what you are going through or have gone through no matter how hard it has been no matter how um how frustrating no matter how 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 irritating life has been uh for you you know, and it has been kind of, you know, just dreary for a lot of people. You know, not even just for us in our in our own homes, but just even watching the news and watching all the things in the media, watching the things on social media. Um, it, it, no matter no matter whether it is literally in your home or close to your home or or in another nation, it still has an effect. Everything that we see, that we hear, that we take in, it, it has an effect. That's why the word of God tells us that we're to guard our hearts. 
because out of the heart flows the issues of life. So whatever we, whatever we, uh, 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 whatever we intake, you know, my husband, um, he always says to me, he says, you have to be careful of your intake. And it used to bother me because I'd be like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Anyway, you know, but, but the, the older that I get and the more that I, I'm seeking to have peace in my life because my life is, has, 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 because I've encountered so much chaos, I now understand what he has said to me these last 10 years. And that is be careful of your intake, meaning be careful of what you allow people to say to you. Be careful of what you see. Be careful, you know, of of, of allowing yourself to be a dumping ground for everybody else's drama and trauma. And I'm not, and let me clarify, I'm not saying that we're not supposed to be there for others. I'm not saying that we're not supposed to be a listening ear. I'm not saying that we're not supposed to display love and, uh, um, and godly characteristics and, and, and embrace our brothers and sisters. That's not what I'm saying. I'm simply saying that sometimes we can position ourselves to where we, we get in God's way. Let me say it that way. Many times we, 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 we get so consumed with everybody else's stuff, you know, that, that we end up almost being God or trying to play God because we try to fix people when, when in all actuality, the only person that can fix the people around us is God, you know, but sometimes we feel like, oh, well, you know, I, I, if they, I, I can be a listening ear, you know, I can help this person. But many times we have to be careful what we intake because our intake can take us out. Glory to God. We have to be careful of our intake because I, because, because it can literally take us out. And I'm a living witness of that because I, I've, I've spent my life, um, literally being that listening ear. I, I spent my life being that person that everybody can lean on, you know, and then when, when it's time for it to be on the flip side of the receiving side, um, it seems that I, that, that in my life, I came up short. And so God began to show me that, okay, Janicia, that's because I need you to get out the way. That's because I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't need, I, I didn't ask you to step in and play superwoman. You know, the only thing that you can do is pray to me and allow me as God, the creator and the sustainer of the universe, me, the God, that's the potter and the people are the clay that you allow me to do what needs to be done in that person's life. And so I began to think about, you know, just certain things that have happened in my own life where I know for a fact that if I would have just got out the way that I wouldn't have received um, the abuse or, or the pain that came with the relationship. But but sometimes but, but when I was talking to my, my, my spiritual mother um, a couple of weeks ago and she said, I hear the Lord saying that you stay too long. And when she said that to me, I, I mean, literally, I just, I got chills. She said, I hear the Lord saying that you stay too long. And what that means is, is that when, that, that it doesn't mean that, the, that, that you don't have the assignment, that, that you're not called to these particular people. But sometimes we can get in a place with these people to where we end up in the same pit that they're in. Glory to God. 
And we don't even realize that we're in the pit with the person and that we're carrying their load. Um, and, and that every time something happens, they just dump more stuff. So, so I'm coming today to let you know as the listener that it is time for restoration. That the Holy Spirit is saying it's time to rest. It's time to uh, it's time to uh, to, to to take off um, the, the the Superman or the Superwoman uh, mindset or mentality, and to focus on self. Because when we learn to focus on self, that means that we're focusing on God. Because God, we because God and, and we, we and God are one. Because He said we are created in He we're created in His image and in His likeness. And so we have to know today that, you know, that many of us are in a place, and I say us because I, I'm guilty as well, that we are in a place, in a position to where we're wearing ourselves thin. There are many right now, I hear the Holy Spirit saying that are on edge. There are many that are, that are even suicidal because of the tiredness and because of the exhaustion and because of the tiredness because anytime that you're in a place where you're in spiritual warfare and you're tired that means that you're not focused that means that your vision is blurry because you're in and out that means that you're nodding off because you're tired but you're waking up uh, because you can't fully rest and so God is saying today that I need for my children to understand that I'm calling them to a place of restoration. I'm calling them to a place to rest. Uh, and so I, it's so funny because I've been having different conversations and, and, and because of COVID, many people are kind of like, you know, making statements like, Oh my God, I'm going crazy because I'm used to this and I'm used to that. And I'm used to going here and I'm used to doing this. And, and God is like, no, I need my people to be still. Because the, the word of God says, be still and know that I am God. But many times, but we become so prone uh, 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 to, 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 to doing uh, um, that, that we, we forgot that God created us to just be. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We have become so in tuned to doing that we don't know how to just be. And you might say, well, Denicia, be what? Be still and know that he is God. We might, we don't know how to just be patient and wait on God. We don't know how to um, be at peace and know that he is God. We don't know how to uh, 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 just be, because when I go back and I think about when, when Adam and Eve were in the garden and the Holy Spirit was dealing with me about this, uh, dealing with me about this the other day. And he was showing me how that, that, that as the body of Christ, we become self conscious. And what he was showing me was that the self consciousness, meaning that when we're focused on self, we're not focused on him. And when you think about the dynamics of, uh, um, of Adam and Eve, once they, uh, once they ate of the apple and, and, and their eyes were open, when you think about the dynamics of it, the dynamics of it was that they became self conscious. They became conscious of their nakedness. They became consciousness of, of, of their of their thoughts and their ideas. So basically they assumed um, oh, we're, we're naked. We're, we're different. There's something different about us. And so when God showed up and asked and called for them and they were like oh well, we're hiding. 
Um, and when and, and, and when Adam said we we're, we're naked, you know, and, and God said, Who told you? So so basically my point is this was that the original intent was for there to be where where we were supposed to be always God conscious. Meaning that we that 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 God was the provider, the sustainer. God God was the healer, the deliverer. That God was to be everything that we needed, and there would be nothing outside of that. But once the door was open to sin, now we're conscious of ourselves, and because we're so conscious of ourselves, um, now we find ourselves where where now our flesh is taking over. And then the Word of God simply says that the in the flesh dwelleth no good thing. So that means that in our flesh we're subject to do anything. We're subject to think anything. We're subject to lust after anything. We're subject to want anything or need anything. And many. Times Sometimes these are things that are outside of God. And this is why God said that this is why the first thing, the first commandment says that to have no other gods before me. Because God understood that once, once, once we came into the knowledge and understanding of our flesh and our own desires and our own ideas, and then we got people around us with influence. And so we're looking at all of the influence around us in the world and we're like, okay, well, I want this or I want that or I need this or I'm missing something or there's something lacking in my life. And so therefore what happens is, is that we end up completely separated from God. When we're we're supposed to be totally aligned and in tune with the Holy Spirit. Because when Jesus came, he came that we might have life and that more abundantly. And then he said, he said, okay, I got to go. He said, I have to leave you. He said, because if I don't leave you, then you're going to miss what God wants to do in your life. He said, so I got to go. But he said, I'm not leaving you empty. I'm not leaving you lonely. He said, I'm sending you a comforter, which is the Holy Spirit that will lead God and direct you. That will be a lamp unto your feet, a light unto your path. That, but but in order for that to happen, you got to hide the word in your heart so that you will not sin against God. And so, real, real, very quickly, I, I, I was looking at the scripture in Ezekiel chapter 36. And it's talking about the restoration of Israel. And it's, it was talking about how Israel had been scattered because of their sins. And many times when you look around your life and if you really pay attention, you'll, you'll, you'll see that when, when you're not in alignment with God, you will see how scattered things are. Whether, whether it's your mental, whether it's your mental that's scattered, whether it's your, your body that's scattered because of sickness and disease and pain and aches or whether it's your finances that's scattered because it seems like when it come in, it go right back out. Um, if you pay attention your family might be scattered, you know, where where you where nobody gets along. There's nothing but division that's going on. So when you look around and you really pay attention, you might say, finally, if you if you be still long enough, you might say, God, you know what? She's right. Everything around me is scattered. But one thing I love about the word of God, the word of God says that he will bring you from the scattered places. He will bring you from the north, the south, the east, and the west, and, and bring you and place you in a land flowing with milk and honey. 
And so I'm going to read these scriptures real quick in Ezekiel chapter 36. And it says, um, and I'm going to, I think I'm going to start at chapter um, verse 24. It says, for I will take you from among um, among the nations and gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land, which is what I just said. It says, then I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will cleanse you. Now I want to, I want to, I just want to, uh, uh, um, just, 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 just talk about that real quick about idol worship. Because I had to go through some things in my life because uh, because God allowed me to understand that my family, that it's generational for us, that we worship, we idolize men, we idolize things, materialism. And so God began to show me that, that, that I brought you out for a reason. I made you different for a reason. So that you can be the example of what it is to worship me, to adore me, to to, to reverence me. Whereas everybody else is worshiping and idolizing uh, money and man and church and and positions. And so I used to always wonder, God, why am I different from these people? Why do I not fit in? What what is it about me that these people don't like? And God says, because I created you to be an example of what it is, of, of what I need and the earth and so here it says i also will and so he said once i clean you up from your idol worship once i clean you up from your filthiness he said then i will give you a new heart and a new spirit i will put within you a new heart and a new spirit and so i want to say this today to whoever's struggling Whether you're struggling with rejection, whether you're struggling with bitterness, whether you're struggling with unforgiveness, whether you're struggling with being molested or you're struggling with being abandoned by your mother or your father, or whether you're struggling with that man that left you or the woman that left you or whether you're struggling because your children are wayward and not in the place that you want them to be, whether you're struggling because you've made mistakes in life that you feel like that I can't correct or I can't change but God is saying right here that no matter where you was uh, 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 where you was doesn't matter because I can bring you to a new place I can give you a new heart I can give you a new spirit and he said I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and you will do them He said, you will dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers and you will be my people and I will be your God. He said, I will also save you from all your uncleanness and I will call for the grain and increase it and lay no famine upon you. I will multiply the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field so that you shall receive no more reproach of famine among the nations. Then you shall remember your evil ways and your deeds that were not good and shall loathe yourselves in your own sight for your iniquities and your abominations. Not for your sake am I doing this. I, now I want to say this. Now here God said all this stuff he was going to do. He's going to clean us up. He's going to bring us into a new land. We're not going to no longer be in famine. Uh, we're no longer going to be sick. We're no longer going to be uh, 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 um, um, unrested and unsettled. But this is the part I love right here. 
He said, not for your sake am I doing this, says the Lord. Let it be known to you. Not for your sake. So God is saying that I'm going to do all this despite of what you've done. Despite of whatever errors or mistakes that you've made. Despite of how, how, how you've been separated from me or, or you haven't trusted me or you haven't leaned on me or you haven't acknowledged me. Despite all of that, God said, I'm not doing it for you. You're going to reap the benefits, but I'm doing it because I'm God. And that's the thing that I want for more than anything for us to get today is that God favors us. Despite of who we are, I, I was talking to a friend the other day and we were just pouring out and bleeding out, you know, just things that are going on around us. And literally, I heard the Lord say favored, flawed, I'm sorry, flawed, but favored. And I said, wow, thank you, Holy Spirit, flawed, but favored. Meaning that no matter who we are. The word of God is very plain when it says nothing can separate us from the love of God. Not angels, not principalities, nothing, nothing, neither height nor death, nothing can separate us. Not even us can separate us from the love of God. Now, will he judge us because of our iniquities? Yes. But even in him judging us, he still turns around and he still takes care of us. Because he said, I reign on the just as well as the unjust. That's so, so even if we just look at an example, if we look at Moses, after Moses did everything God told him to do, he went went on the mountain for 40 days, he wrote the Ten Commandments, even when he broke them, he went back up and he he had to redo them over again, he led the children um, through through, through the Red Sea, he did everything God wanted him to do. But then when they got close to the place, when they got close to the destination, Because Moses' flesh, his heart was so overwhelmed with the wickedness and the craziness of the people that the word of God says that that he hit the rock. And so in the process, God told him, you know what? For that, you can't go into the promised land. You can see it afar off, but you won't be able to go in. So we got to be careful sometimes to, 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 to make sure that, that, that we're in a rested place. Because in a rested place, you're able to, 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 to literally uh, allow God to help you to control your emotions. In a rested place, you're able to hear clearly. In a rested place, you're able uh, uh, to rest your eyes, whether it's, whether it's your physical eyes or your spiritual eyes, so that you can see clearly. When you're in a rested place, you, you, your thoughts are pure. Because we have to find ourselves in a place of purity before God. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All I, I just keep hearing the Lord say, I just need my people to have a Mary spirit to where when Mary, when, when Jesus was at the house, uh, 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 it says that when Martha was running around and, and trying to make everything work and, and, and entertain, Mary was at the feet of Jesus. And one thing I've learned about when you are, when you're prostrate before God and you're, and you're laying out, it's impossible to focus on anything that's around you. The only thing you will be able to focus on is just Lord I'm here with you Lord I just need a touch from you Lord I just need a freshness from you I just need fresh oil I just need to be rebaptized in the spirit Lord let your fire fall fresh on me that's where you are when you get in the presence of God and when you seek out restoration and so as I get ready to come to a close on today, I just want to pray over the over the listeners for there to be restoration to begin to manifest in your life. That as we enter into this new season of things blossoming, this new season of things bringing forth, this new season where the soil has literally been uh, being tilled and, and and being shuffled and being cleaned, uh, that now the things that, that they have been sitting and waiting to sprout forth, that now as you prostrate yourself before God, as you repent before God, as you as you adore God, as you worship Him, as you find yourself in a place of adoration, that you begin to see that things are shifting in your life. So, Father God, we come before you today, and we thank you, God, for each and every person. Whether it's your son or your daughter who's listening on today. And Father, we pray now, Lord God, God, that you will look upon us. And God, that you will forgive us of our sins. God, whether through omission or commission, Lord God. And we pray, God, that as you forgive us, Lord God, Lord, that we will release and let go. And let God let you be all that we need. Father God, that everything that we've been holding on to, God, God, that we've been trying to control and fix, God, that we will release it unto you today. That as we release it unto you today and find ourselves in a place of rest, God, that you will allow restoration, Lord God, to manifest. So we thank you for being our shepherd. We thank you that we shall not want. We thank you that you lead us beside still waters and that you restore our souls. We thank you, God, that we're going through the valley, that our valley days are over. We thank you, God, that you're rolling your staff, that they're comforting us. We thank you, God, that you are anointing us with oil. We thank you that our cups are running over. We thank you that you're preparing a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Father, we thank you that goodness and mercy is following us. God, today, God, and every day for the rest of this year, God. Father, we thank you right now, God, God, that no sickness and disease God will befall us God we speak to every mountain in our way God and we speak and say mountain be thou removed and cast into the sea right now in the mighty name of Jesus and father I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of your listeners I plead the blood of Jesus over their households I plead the blood of Jesus over their children I plead the blood of Jesus over their minds over their ministries I plead the blood of Jesus over their purpose God, that you created them for in the earth. I plead the blood of Jesus.
And I pray, God, that you honor our steps today, God. Oh, glory under the under your sea, call it up, Shanda. Father, order our steps on today. Order our steps on today. Order our steps on today, Lord. Oh, God, let there be order in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you right now that every door that we have opened to the enemy, Lord, God, let that door be shut. Oh, God, every soul tie, let it be cut. Lord, God, every ungodly covenant, God, let it be broken, God. Father, we thank Thank you for bringing us back, God, from the scattered places. We thank you, Lord God, for bringing us back. God, from the north, the south, the east, and the west, we thank you, God, for sitting us, God, in a place where there is increase, a place where there is harmony and blessings, a place where there is prosperity and wholeness, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we rebuke emotional trauma, emotional distress, depression, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. God, every person that's sick right now, God, heal, God, show up, God. And be the God that you are. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you right now for peace that surpasseth all understanding and joy unmeasurable. Lord God, have thine own way, God. Have thine own way, God. Restore us, God. Restore us, God. Restore that mind right now, God, that's thinking about suicide, God, because it's too hard, God. Restore right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you right now, God. God, in every home where the enemy, God, is just walking loose, oh, God, as if he's in control. Father, God, we pray that you dispatch your warring angels, God, to begin, Lord God, God, to fight on the behalf of your sons and your daughters in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we need you, God. We need you, God. We need you, God. God, if we've never needed you before, God, we need you right now. Hallelujah. God, to show up, God, and have your way in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we bless you. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Thank you, Lord God. So, Father, we thank you today on this Sabbath day. We thank you, God, for taking the time, Lord God, to rest and to know that you are God. And Father, we just pray that you bless, God, the, the, the week, the new week, God, that's coming. Bless them, God. Open doors that no man can close. Close the doors that need to be closed. Lord God, let there be blessings. God, let there be signs, miracles, signs, and wonders that manifest for your people, God. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, that it is so. In Jesus' name, amen. And so, again, I thank you today for joining me. I thank you for listening to Hope Reloaded, where hope stands for helping oppressed people escape, evolve, and excel. I pray that you be blessed on this Saturday. I pray that you be blessed in every area of your life. I pray that God will cause his face to shine upon you and that he will give you peace. And that the blessings of the Lord will overtake you. Again, my name is Denicia Abair. You can locate me on Facebook under Denicia Abair, A B E A R. My website is www.deniciaenabair.com. And I also have my publishing company, www.shekinaglorypublishing.com. 
and our catering company, www.abearscatering.com. And again, I thank you so much for listening on today. And you have a blessed and a very prosperous and successful and rested day. In Jesus' name, be blessed.